Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Having a a beautiful fall day here. I am on the East Coast in New Jersey, staying with family, which is really nice. And it's election day here in the United States, big day, uh, an important day, important opportunity to choose from your loving heart. So I encourage you, whatever you decide to do, if you're voting today, that you vote from your heart, vote with a choice for more peace, more love, more joy. Sometimes people vote from a place of what they're afraid of versus what they're inspired to bring forth. So I just invite you to look at your choice and are you voting from your heart? Are you voting from your head? Are you voting from fear? What are you voting from? And uh, do vote. <laughs> it's so important. I was talking about that with my nephew this morning. He didn't realize that uh, in some countries there is no vote. So that was a great awareness to share. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart. We're going to tune in here and have a blessing. So we take this breath of love and gratitude and we open our heart, we open our mind to the unlimited, unprecedented possibility of perfect love revealing itself as our very life. We're consciously accepting the atonement for ourselves. We're willing to know the truth that sets us free. We're willing to live in alignment with perfect love. Our true nature is perfect love. We're consciously choosing to wake up and to share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we accept our healing. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 So if you're new to the show, I'm Jennifer Hadley and uh, been doing this show since September 2011. So we have over 160 episodes totally free for you at iTunes. You can go there and download them all. If you just go to iTunes and search for me, Jennifer Hadley, or A Course in Miracles Radio, you can find uh, this show and you can subscribe to the podcast and easily download all the previous episodes with Ken Wapnick and Gary Renard and Regina Don Akers and David Hoffmeister and just all the different Living A Course in Miracles teachers and other folks that have joined me over the last three years. And if you do enjoy and appreciate this broadcast, a couple of things I'd like to ask of you to write a review at iTunes or from wherever you get the show. If you write a review, then they increase the show in the rankings. And, of course, since it's free, it's a way to pay it forward and help more people find things that you find helpful. And then the other thing is this radio show is sponsored, sponsored by the Power of Love Ministry, which is a nonprofit organization that I founded that produces the Living a Course in Miracles free classes and everything that I participate in and offer. And there are actually hundreds hundreds of hours of free audio that you can download at iTunes. So it's definitely worth going there and searching for me and A Course in Miracles. And uh, you can, uh, through Living A Course in Miracles website or the jenniferhadley.com website, you can go to uh, there and make a tithe or a donation. And it's much appreciated. So, just mention, and it's tax deductible contribution. So, thank you for considering supporting these free offerings. 
And our topic this week is choosing the highest and best. Choosing the highest and best, which is something that has brought so much benefit to my life. Choosing the highest and best. Now, like many people, for most of my life, I was really choosing what the ego wanted, which is very different than choosing the highest and best. I had a great question in my Masterful Living class recently, uh, I believe it was, or maybe it was Finding Freedom. These are two classes I offer. Uh, And um, someone asked me about making the highest and best choice and how does that affect others. Well, because we're all one, Whatever is the highest and best choice for anyone has to be the highest and best choice for everyone. And so that is a great awareness to keep in mind all the time. So if we're actively looking for the highest and best choice in each moment, then we're bringing benefit in each moment. And that's a wonderful thing, to be truly helpful and to bring benefit with every choice that we make. So A Course in Miracles tells us that the main thing is for us to choose the atonement for ourselves. So I was just thinking about this and reading about this in the Course this morning. Uh, that this is our, this is our main impetus as a light worker, as a Course in Miracles student, it's to accept the atonement for ourselves. This is really all we need to focus on, is, <laughs> is that, accepting the atonement for ourselves. Now, what is the atonement? The atonement is the full realization that the separation never occurred, that it is, in fact, an illusion. So when we're accepting the atonement for ourselves, we're accepting the fact that this human experience is an illusion, it's a projection of the mind, and that what's real cannot be threatened. And what what's real is our eternal spiritual nature. That we collectively are the Son of God. And so, since we're inseparable, one from another, you and I and all beings, God is all that there is. When we choose the highest and best for ourselves, it has to be the highest and best for everyone. And then we can move into that place of really living from that beautiful prayer in chapter 2, section 5, right there at the end. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent or represent him who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. How do we teach to heal? Uh, uh, I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. So we're being healed as we become a healing presence. because We teach only love. And then we're a healing presence. We're teaching others how to heal when we teach only love. And how do we teach only love? We open our heart and mind to inquire from our teacher what is the highest and best choice for me in this moment. And so one way to do that is to train yourself to ask consistently what do I as the awakened Christ choose what do I as the awakened Christ choose so it's only an illusion that we're not the awakened Christ and our journey through A Course in Miracles our learning to live these teachings is about purification it's all about purification 
Therefore, it's all about surrendering the belief in lack, limitation, and separation. That's what it's all about. So the belief in lack, limitation, and separation is the cause of fear. All belief in lack, limitation, and separation is a judgment. It's not the truth, it's a judgment. Because the truth is there is no lack. There is no limitation. But we believe in lack and limitation, we believe in separation, and then we experience it. So that's New Thought Teaching 101. It's A Course in Miracles 101. But it's interesting. I get emails all the time from people who've taken the Living A Course in Miracles classes or who people who started listening to this radio broadcast and they tell me, Jennifer, honestly, I've been studying A Course in Miracles for 5, 10, 15, 20, even people have told me 30 years and it never occurred to me to live it and apply it the way you're talking about. And so that's, when I get those emails, I realize that's really my motivation for sharing. Of course, the more I share what I'm understanding, the more clearly I understand it. And, uh, and I enjoy sharing. I, I love being truly helpful. So I'm learning to remember and recognize my true identity as well. And I get snagged by the ego every single day. But the good news is, with my strong practice now, I don't get snagged for very long. And I don't get snagged to the point where I'm suffering and I'm in pain. My interest is living as my true self, which is the awakened Christ, and that's the true self of you as well. So one of the best tools I have going through my day, making a myriad of choices as we do all day long, is to ask, what would I do, or what do I as the awakened Christ choose? What do I as the awakened Christ choose? Now, I encourage you to really do that formally, formally. So to stop in a formal way, pause, and inquire. Remember that A Course in Miracles tells us over and over and over again that if we're willing, and I was talking about this last week, if we're willing, the Holy Spirit, our elder brother Jesus, the guides and angels, the mighty companions that are always with us in the invisible, always with us in the invisible, always, 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 they will give us that insight, that guidance to choose the highest and best. If we're willing, we'll recognize it. We'll either perceive it or hear it or sense it or understand it, cognize it in some way. If we're willing. If we're not willing, we'll brush it away. We may not even recognize it. So for me, one of the important parts of my awakening and my practice is to not discount the guidance that I get. So, for instance, I... I find all the time that I get these little guidances. It's just a thought that appears in my mind, or sometimes it can be a feeling or a sense. But it might be the simplest thing, like I'm thinking I'm going to go make a cup of tea. And my intuition might say, wait 10 minutes. Well, and I think I don't want to wait 10 minutes. So I go and I make my cup of tea. And then while I'm doing that... I miss a phone call that I've been waiting for or some opportunity. Just things like that. So I'm learning that if the guidance says make a cup of tea, the way to make a cup of tea, then I'll just follow that. And I'll say, okay, let me know when to make a cup of tea. There are so I recognize that the more I'm willing to receive the guidance, the more it's there all the time. And sometimes the guidance is for me 
to do things that I, on a personality level, just don't feel like doing. So if I don't feel like following the guidance, what do I do then? And this is important because so many people don't follow their guidance because they make the assumption that if they follow the guidance, their life will not be the way they want it to be. But that includes a presumption, and the presumption is that you, the awakening Christ, being the awakening Christ, really awakening in your mind is somehow less desirable. Living in the flow of love is less desirable than having things the way you think you want them. So whenever there's a voice that says, that's not what I want, that seems to oppose the intuition, the voice that has the attitude, the voice that's dismissive, the voice that is fearful, that, and I say voice, but it could be any kind of a perception. It could be a feeling. It could be a thought. That's not the still small voice. And it's always going to lead you away from awakening, away from purification. Always. Because that's its impetus is to prevent you from awakening. So the thing is to recognize that's not your heart's desire. And it's probably related to the body, it's probably related to fear, it's probably related to, directly to the small self, the selfish self, the limited self, the one that thinks it's a body. So if you're willing, as an experiment, just try it for a day, one day, or try it for one week to really open yourself to just follow all the guidance that you get. And if you're not perceiving any guidance, to really say, what do I, as the awakened Christ, choose? What do I, as the awakened Christ, choose? So I'm just going to invite you right now to open your mind to some issue perhaps that you've been struggling to make a decision on, struggling to discover what really is going to be the highest and best choice for you in that moment. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart and to take a deep breath and to bring this concern to mind. We take another deep breath and we ask the question, what do I as the awakened Christ choose? What do I as the awakened Christ choose? Breathing deeply one more time, what do I as the awakened Christ choose? So you may have your answer now. It might make you uncomfortable. You may not have it yet, but your willingness will bring it into your awareness. And then begin to notice, do you feel comfortable with it or not? Because that guidance from the higher self, the Holy Self, the Holy Spirit, from the divine... It speaks with that still, small voice. It doesn't scream, it doesn't yell, it doesn't throw a temper tantrum. It has no attitude whatsoever. And it's worth listening to. Remember, your answered prayer happens. It comes to fruition in your life when you listen to that still, small voice. And it is always going to lead us to the highest and best choice for everyone Because we're all one, the highest and best choice for anyone is the highest and best choice for everyone. Isn't that good to know? I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. And I'll be right back.
Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. Welcome back. One of the things that uh, I got to point you towards is readiness. In uh, Are you ready to follow that divine instruction and to choose the highest and best? So if you missed the first part of the show, I'm Jennifer Hadley, and we're talking about choosing the highest and best and living in that divine guidance. It's so <laughs> it's so amazing how quickly we can change our life if we're willing to follow that divine guidance. And in chapter 2, section 5, the function of the miracle worker, it tells us uh, some very clear instruction here. Paragraph 4. The healer, and that's what we are, the healer who relies on his own readiness is endangering his understanding. You are perfectly safe as long as you are completely unconcerned about your readiness, but maintain a consistent trust in mine. I love this. So, for me, one of the issues that I've worked with for many years is this whole thing that I'm talking about of rejecting the divine guidance, identified with ego and saying, when the guidance comes, that's not what I want, that'll be inconvenient, that doesn't sound good to me, that feels uncomfortable, instead of just opening my mind to, I am willing, show me how. Lead me, guide me. I am willing. I am willing. Help me to understand it. Help me to choose that. So if there's resistance and reluctance to choosing the highest and best, if you're working with that, what do I, as the awakened Christ, choose? And you get the guidance, you don't like it, instead of just rejecting it out of hand, say, help me to accept that. Help me to choose that. Help me to follow that. There's an unlimited supply of support in our waking up. So if we're truly interested in waking up and being that miracle worker and being that healing presence, there's an unlimited supply of assistance. Totally unlimited. Why not just keep asking for more assistance, more assistance, more assistance? The only reason we didn't, we don't do that is because we have a fixed idea in our mind of what we want and what we don't want. And it does not include the atonement. So if we're choosing the atonement for ourselves, then we really are going to be accepting and receiving that divine guidance. It's going to happen. We're going to accept it. We're going to receive it. And how wonderful is that? So, you are perfectly safe as long as you're completely unconcerned about your readiness. But maintain a consistent trust in mind. So, our job, if you will, if we're accepting the mission of waking up, our job is to place our trust consistently in Jesus in the higher Holy Self, in the I Am Presence, in the Holy Spirit. To me, it's all the same. We're all one. So this is an important part of our being able to fulfill our function is in accepting the atonement for ourselves, in forgiving. We have to be able to place our trust in Jesus. Now, as I've said many times, trust is something that we do in our experience of time and space in order to cultivate that unshakable faith. So, if you'd like to have an unshakable faith, place your trust in Jesus. 
if your miracle working inclinations are not functioning properly, so in other words, if you don't feel like you would like to follow the guidance, it's always because fear has intruded on your right-mindedness and has turned it upside down. So if you have fear, then you're operating from your own judgments and opinions every time. If you have fear, you're operating from a belief system that is not true. It is the ego belief system. If you have fear, you believe something that is incorrect. So why would you ever in a million years choose to make decisions when you're operating from a belief system that is incorrect? How do you know it's incorrect? You feel afraid. It's so simple. When you really look at it, it's so simple. When you really look at the ego, it's all smoke and mirrors. It has no substance. All forms of not right-mindedness are the result of refusal to accept the atonement for yourself. All forms of not right-mindedness are the result of refusal to accept the atonement for yourself. Now, when you make decisions from not right-mindedness, from the ego, it's going to create learning opportunities where you're going to say, oh, I could have done this, I should have done that, I would have done this, I would have done that, should have, would have, could have. That's how you know you chose from not right-mindedness. And you're still thinking with that form of thinking because you're looking at the past. If you do not accept the atonement for yourself, you are in a position to recognize that those who need healing are simply those, I'm sorry, if you do accept it, you, if you accept the atonement for yourself, you are in a position to recognize that those who need healing are simply those who have not realized that right-mindedness is healing. So this is important for us to understand. All healing is at the level of the mind. So whatever seems to need to be healed, whatever the appearance is in the physical body or the emotional body or the mental body, it all has to do with right-mindedness. The fastest way to get to right-mindedness is to allow yourself to be led and guided. So what do I, as the awakened Christ, choose? Not what does the ego choose, what do I as the awakened Christ choose? Because that's our true identity. So let's choose from our true identity rather than our false identity. Unless you'd like to experience more of the illusion. Now, paragraph 5, it says, The sole responsibility of the miracle worker is to accept the atonement for himself. This means you recognize that mind is the only creative level, its errors are healed by the atonement. So all the errors in our mind are healed by our accepting the atonement. Once you accept this, your mind can only heal by denying your mind any destructive potential and reinstating its purely constructive powers, you place yourself in a position to undo the level confusion of others. In other words, you can be truly helpful if you accept the atonement for yourself. Because the message you then give to them is the truth, that their minds are similarly constructive, and their miscreations cannot hurt them. By affirming this, you release the mind from overvaluating its own learning device and restore the mind to its true position as the learner. So, all of this can be accomplished so quickly when we consistently are asking our guide for guidance. Yes, because the guidance will come into our awareness. So if we place our focus on purifying our awareness in unhooking the attachments 
to perceiving ourselves as a body and really cultivating the willingness to choose from an awareness of I am the awakened Christ. What do I choose as the awakened Christ? And knowing that the very highest and best choice that we can see will also be the highest and best choice for everyone, for all concerned, for all beings, because all minds are joined. And all of this can only be accomplished through our willingness. Yes, indeed. So, in uh, chapter 2, in section 7, which is uh, cause and effect, one of my favorite sections, uh, paragraph 7, it says... I have already spoken briefly, briefly spoken, about readiness, but some additional points might be helpful here. Readiness is only the prerequisite for accomplishment. The two should not be confused. As soon as a state of readiness occurs, there is usually some degree of desire to accomplish but it is by no means necessarily undivided. So we're moving our mind into a state of readiness, state of willingness. As soon as a state of readiness occurs, there is usually some degree of desire to accomplish, but it's by no means necessarily undivided. So it's still we can still experience conflict. The state does not imply, the state of readiness does not imply more than a potential for a change of mind. So when we're ready, when we're willing, the potential for us to change our minds, to choose again, to choose love, is there. It's possible. Confidence cannot develop fully until mastery has been accomplished. So this is what we're interested in doing, masterfully living a course in miracles. It's part of why I know that my guidance was to start this year-long course that I've been offering for the last six years. We start January 1st. It's called Masterful Living, and it's about literally working these principles daily to the best of our ability, cultivating that total willingness, purifying the mind, and doing it together because there's so much that we, so much despair and confusion and craziness that happens when we're on our own. So for me, I've been in spiritual community for a long time, but I still felt on my own. And on my own, I used to have the thought all the time that there's something wrong with me. I can't do this. I don't have what it takes. And then I would make these poor choices over and over and over again. And what I have seen in the six years that I've been offering my year-long Masterful Living course is the people who are really participating in the course, who are really interested in waking up, they work with me, they work with each other, they work with the teachings, and every day they are purifying their mind, opening their hearts, becoming more consistent, and they are truly expanding their awareness. So awareness expansion naturally happens when we purify the mind. And it takes real effort. It really does. It takes real effort to remember, to say, what do I, as the awakened Christ, choose? It takes real effort to remember that anytime there's pain and suffering, that I'm not in my right mind. It takes real effort. So this is why I like having community, like the Living a Course of Miracles classes, my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class, my Masterful Living class. Over and over again, I create different kinds of communities for people who are willing to work at different levels of commitment. It's powerful. 
I love it because my commitment to these communities increases my awareness. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I love A Course in Miracles. It says here, confidence cannot develop fully until mastery has been accomplished. So let us get about the business of accomplishing mastery. And it's easier than you think. It's way easier than you think. And I, that's, I'm going to save that for the last part here, the last section. And before I go to break, I want to mention a few things that are coming up. So I have my number one spiritual tip class, which is on November 15th, and I have a special offer on for it. It is, um, I put it together a package, a $77 package, where you get the number one tip class, which is a $44 class, and then you get a month of my sacred circle, which is my weekly call where you can ask me questions, any question you want. It's a $33 monthly membership. So you get one month of sacred circle and the workshop, my number one spiritual tip, my number one tip for spiritual success, the two together, it's a $77 package. Right now, until the day the class is offered, November 15th, it's only $11. So you save $66 if you register now. And uh, my Finding Freedom class, you can register for it any time you like. And I invite you to uh, enroll in that. That's my spiritual boot camp class so if you're willing to be put put your pedal to the metal and you're really interested in having me as a guide please consider taking my finding freedom class if money is an issue i offer any kind of a payment plan we've got so many payment plans if you don't like one i have i'll i'll take i'll take all kinds of alternative payment plans and then Masterful Living, my year-long class, starts January 1st. The other thing I want to mention is when you go to jenniferhadley.com to um, register for any of these things, uh, I've got the Baja Mexico retreat, the Living a Course of Miracles retreat that I'm doing with John Mundy, David Hoffmeister, Regina Don Akers, and Maria Felipe. We're joining together to do a week-long retreat in beautiful Baja, Mexico at a beautiful resort there. And uh, I'm going to be there week after next. I'll be doing my radio show from Baja. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that Baja, Mexico retreat is the first week of March. And I'm also doing, in conjunction with that, four uh, nights, five days of whale watching on the other coast of Baja where we're going to go and you can actually really get right up close on top of the whales and so we're going to have a mystical whale experience so those two trips you can do them together, you can do them individually and uh, the week long Living a Course in Miracles retreat in Baja, Mexico the resort is a gorgeous resort in an area uh, of Baja, Jacques Cousteau, literally called the Aquarium of So we're going to be there for a week doing the deep work, have a lot of fun, a lot of playtime. People are going to come from We have a limited space at the resort, so uh, we've only booked so many rooms. I know we're going to pull up, and so if you're interested in coming, you can register now. And uh, we've got payment plans for that. We always have payment plans for everybody who wants to come. And so check those things out at jenniferhadley.com. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. Live in the love and the talk. I'll be right back. available you pray the free prayer app from silent unity for more than a century people from all over the world and all walks of life have turned to silent unity with you pray our confidential prayer support is easy and convenient to access with you pray you can send your prayer directly to silent unity 
You Pray also includes affirmations you can share with family and friends, plus audio meditations for your prayer time. For more about the free You Pray app and links to download, visit silentunity.org/app. That's silentunity.org/app. how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly? Listen to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Join the discussion with Daryl and Ed live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time on Funniest Thing, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Hey, hey, hey. So we're talking about choosing the highest and best. Now, one of the things that I've learned that I think is so valuable is not only is the highest and best choice for anyone, the highest and best choice for everyone, because we're one with them. And not only do we have to not, we don't have to figure out what is the highest and best choice. We simply have to be willing to open our mind to it. it. We will be led and guided to it if we're willing. Remember, the voice of the ego always speaks with judgment, with fear of some kind, with some kind of separation thinking. And the voice of the Holy Spirit is quiet. It's that still, small voice. So, in choosing the highest and best there is such peace if you are willing you will begin to experience greater and greater peace through choosing the highest and best now I have found in my own personal life that sometimes there are things that happen changes that happen stuff that happens that can feel disconcerting it can feel like there's a loss it can feel like something wrong or bad is happening that's or it can seem that way to the ego and you get you know a sense of fear a sense of worry a sense of doubt blame shame that stuff is coming up when that's happening what i've learned to do is to literally say what would i as awakened christ choose and choosing that even when it seems like things on the surface are going badly or poorly or not as i think they should go or would like them to go as from my ego perception i've learned i can say with utter confidence this has to be for my highest and best because that's all I'm interested in choosing. So I can relax my mind and trust that while there's the appearance of something being destroyed or falling away or being lost, it's for the highest and best. Now this directly relates to the teaching in the section I go back to all the time, which is the trust section Development of Trust in the Manual for Teachers. So, in the trust section, in the the development of trust section in the Manual for Teachers, it tells us that if we're placing a value on things that are not valuable, then the very best thing that can happen for us 
is that they would be taken away because we've lost perspective. And it's, there is, we're going to go through times sometimes where it seems as if things are being taken away. What it says in the development of trust section, Manual for Teachers, Chapter 4, is it is rarely understood initially that their lack of value is merely being recognized. And then we begin to learn, as it says in this development of trust, as we develop trust, we begin to learn that the changes in our life are always helpful. And then we begin to recognize that it takes great learning, but we're there, we're getting there, to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. All things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. All of them. Without a doubt. So doesn't it make sense that the fast track to awakening would be to commit yourself to choosing the highest and best possibility for yourself, which is going to make you truly helpful to everyone, And to be willing to be guided to what that is and to not think that you know. Because only the ego is arrogant enough to think it knows. But if you're truly willing and you ask that question, your teacher, your guide will tell you. And then when you choose in accordance with the highest and best for all concerned, which is always going to be the highest and best for you, you're going to begin to experience living in your answered prayer. The answered prayer is waking up. The answered prayer is ease and grace. The answered prayer is the flow of love. The answered prayer is healing on all levels. Because all healing is at the level of the mind. When the mind is being healed, it's going to show up on what seems like all levels of your life. And it's miraculous. Of course it's miraculous. And you can live a miraculous life. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. So it's not about studying A Course in Miracles constantly and memorizing it and being able to quote it. No, 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 no. It's about being able to be willing to ask the question, What would I, as the awakened Christ, choose? Allow yourself to perceive the answer, receive the answer. Because if you are willing, you cannot block the answer. The answer will come, and to consistently follow that guidance. Mm -hmm. It says here, going back to chapter 2, the... um, Cause and effect section, paragraph 7. Confidence cannot develop fully until mastery has been accomplished. So let us become masterful at this. We have already attempted to correct the fundamental error that fear can be mastered. Don't try to master fear. That's not mastery. No, it's not. And And we've emphasized that the only real mastery is through love. That's why my whole focus in our year-long Masterful Living class is purifying the mind through learning to love yourself and to be a loving presence. And let me just say, there is nothing more fulfilling. I think for me, as a, someone who's sharing this, this journey with folks who are interested in walking it with me, the greatest testimony, the greatest joy I get from watching other people's experiences is when they tell me, as they do over and over again, I had an experience with my family, with my friend, with my coworker, my boss, my child, my spouse, where in the past we would have argued, we would have had a difficult time. There was love. There was compassion. I felt free to be loving. I was grateful for the opportunity to be loving. I chose love. 
I think of my, my nephew, Al, who's now a sophomore in college. But when he was about three and a half, four years old, he came home from uh, preschool. And uh, I said, when he came through the door, I said, hey, Alex, how was school today? And he said, it was good. And I said, what was good about it? And he stopped. He paused. He started thinking. And then his face lit up, and he looked at me with such joy, and he said, I shared. I said, you did? And he said, yes, I didn't grab, I shared. And I always remember that, because he was so happy about it. It was a breakthrough for him. He realized the joy of sharing rather than grabbing. He realized the joy of choosing love rather than choosing from the ego. So, and and one last thing I want to share about readiness. Readiness is only the beginning of confidence. You may think this implies that an enormous amount of time is necessary between readiness and mastery. But let me remind you that time and space are under my control. Ha-ha! How beautiful is that? It doesn't take a lot of time. Banish the thought. Banish the thought. Time is an illusion. All it takes is great willingness. And that's what we're cultivating. We've moved beyond a little willingness. The days are over for a little willingness. Yes, a little willingness. If that's all you can give us, a little. But let's go for that great and total and complete willingness. Yes. So this is why I love to gather together in all ways, shapes, and forms, all kinds of classes, in person, online, on the phone. Let's gather together and strengthen our willingness. Study groups, bring it. All this, get involved, get there, get your willingness on. I love it. All right, so I invite you to place your hand on your heart. We're at time here. It goes by so fast. And I'm so grateful and so thankful right now to recognize that we are already the awakened Christ. This is our true self-identity. And we're remembering our true identity. We're sharing the benefits of our healing, our expansion, our awakening with everyone because we're one with them. And we joyfully, joyfully allow our healing to be and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Remember, my number one tip for spiritual success class is November 15th. The $77 discount, discounted to 11 if you register now. I love you. Mwah.